It's big announcement time. Drum roll, please. We are going on tour. Just, 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 yeah. Northern News, live around the north. Of course it's around the north. We're not doing any southern dates on this tour. No way. We are going to the big ones, our big ones in the north. We're going Sheffield. 23rd of June. We're going Hull. 26th of June. We're going Leeds. 27th of June. And we're rounding it off in Manchester. On the 28th of June. What a week. Oh, my God. I, we've done some live shows yeah. in Edinburgh and London. And we love them so much. They are so much fun. We do little fun headlines. There's slides, there's visuals. Oh, it's brilliant. We can't wait to do it and we can't wait to see you there. We'll see you in person. You'll see us in person. You'll see our faces. You'll <laughs> see whatever attempt at merch I've cobbled together in a shed. <laughs> so get your tickets now for the Northern News live tour at plosive.co.uk. That is P-L-O-S. I-V-E-C-O.uk. We're going to get chunked out of our beans. Let's do it. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to Northern News, a podcast with me, Ian Smith. And me, Amy Gledhill. I'm from a lovely little place called Hull. And I'm from the thinking man's pontefract, Ghoul. And we've been living in London much to our family's shame for too long. So, we're going to be trawling the newspapers to find out all the stories we've missed from the North. This is Northern Northern News. Hello and welcome to Northern News, a podcast about, go on, I dare you to guess, it's Northern News. Yes. Yes. No, I didn't want to interrupt you, but that's what I was going to say. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're smart. You're Thank a smart you. old cookie. Thank you. Who is that voice? Who is it? Who are you? <laughs> My name's Ian Smith. I love having a fun time, not a glum time. <laughs> and I'm just here to do a podcast with you. And who, who are you? <laughs> that made me glad if you don't mind. And we're living in London, if you can believe something. And we've done thing. well. And we've done well. So what's doing all right? <laughs> I, tell you, I once bumped into an old school friend, um, and me and another friend who lived in London, and he was like just saying, asking how he was, and he was like, I've heard you two are living in London. Someone's doing all right. Like, you could be poor in London. It's almost quite famous. So, that... so poor in London. But he said, we were asking him how he was. I haven't seen him in ages. We're never that good yeah. friends with him. But he was like, yeah, well, my girlfriend of two years has just dumped me and my car's broken down. <laughs> and then he did a pause and he said, uh, never trust anything with tits or wheels. I haven't seen you in 10 years. Why are you opening up with that? And why have you got a catchphrase ready to go about your troubles? Never trust anything. Anything. That's so much with stuff. Tits or wheels. That's so much stuff. His life's ruined. Yeah, then. yeah. God. Trains. God. How are you getting Bikes, anywhere? Buses, trolleys. Yeah. Can't go shopping. Oh, he's just got like four baskets on the go. He's got four baskets. He's waiting for the mail checkout assistant. Yeah. He's going to be knackered. <laughs> 
There's no man. He's filled up four baskets. He's been going through his arms like, and then he just looks and goes, oh, there's no lads on the checkout. Puts them down. Fucking hell. Then I saw walk home. Yeah. God. Yeah, quite a sad lamb it's situation. Quite sad. Well, Ian, mm. what the hell have you been up to? Well, I'll tell you something I've been doing at the minute. I'm thinking I'm writing a new Edinburgh Fringe show, and I'm thinking, what could nice. this? What could it be about? And I've got into my head slightly that in the past, I've sort of, for a reason, done some like seeing the Northern Lights in Norway, going to Chernobyl with my brother, entering a Scrabble tournament for no yeah. real reason, and they've all been quite <laughs> fruitful comedically. And I've been thinking I should do something else that's a bit mad and a bit interesting to add some texture to my yeah. life. But I can't think of anything madder than Chernobyl. So I'm starting to look at holidays that are just fucking nuts. <laughs> and I'm trying to weigh up how much I value my life over how much I value what I think would be a funny comedy show. Oh, God. So I was on a website of like extreme tours and most of them you're like, ah, skydiving, yeah, whatever. One that I'm thinking about that I think sounds maddest mm. is... You go to the mountains of Bolivia and um, there's uh, silver mines there. So like um, mining um, places. And before you go there, you stock up apparently on tobacco, cigarettes, and you buy a block of dynamite. So you can just buy dynamite in Bolivia apparently. So then you go to these silver mines, you get like a tour of the mines. The mountain that this silver mine in is called the mountain that eats men because a lot of people have died there. Anyway... You get your dynamite, you you have your tour, and at the end, you bribe some of the miners with your, like, here's some tobacco, here's some cigarettes, here's stuff like that. Gives a little light of my dynamite and lob it in that mine, will you? So they light your dynamite, they lob it in, and then they just blow up some of the mine and bits of the ceiling falls in and stuff like that, and that's, like, the trip. But this is incredibly dangerous. Wait, what, but why are you blowing up a bit of it? To um, find silver or just for a laugh? I guess that's what they're doing. They're doing it just to get silver, but for the tourists, it's just like, isn't it fun to see a fucking cave just fucking blow oh up? God. Some Bolivian guy just lobbing it in, like, ah, fuck, <laughs> that bit nearly fell on me, whoa! Um, oh, that girl, that girl in the tour group's dead! Ah, ha, ha, what a mad trip! But yeah, but I'm worried about dying, I, I think, so I don't yeah. know if I'll do it. I think you should just write some jokes. Yeah. I don't think mm. it's worth, I don't think it's worth potentially killing you and all the civilians. I guess maybe I care about comedy more than you. <laughs> Maybe I care about my audiences having a fun time. Nine dead. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think if everyone on the tour trip lives, it'd yeah. be a funny thing to hear about someone's done a mad thing. But if I come back and it then isn't a comedy show, it's an hour-long monologue about, I really got to know these people. <laughs> and I like that they were good people. <laughs> Just for an hour, and be like, oh, I don't know if Ian's going to do well with the reviews this oh, year, comedy-wise. I mean, it's emotional, but... Um, <laughs> So yeah, that's what that's what I'm going through at the minute, trying to think what I could do. Gosh, that's my week. I wouldn't if I had one bit of advice. I'd yeah. say don't, don't okay. do that. What about like Butlin Skegness? Yeah, I might do that. <laughs> it might not be as extreme. Imagine if I go to Butlin's and then I come back. I'm like, Amy, ten people died. Someone brought dynamite. They give it to a red coat and they just lobbed it into the crowd. I bet you could bribe a red coat with tobacco, though. I bet you could get oh, some yeah, absolutely yeah. mad. I bet you could get in the mascot costume. If you had enough yeah. cigarettes to give, somebody would let you in. Yeah. The whiz kid costume. Then what am I doing, though? Then I'm just a grown man in a costume designed to attract children. It's not great, though. <laughs> I'm like, here, take these cigarettes and let me get in that mascot and go around and say hello to kids who are here. The first Edinburgh show 
live stream from a prison. Yeah. That's the panel prize. I went on holiday once to Reunion Island, which is near Madagascar. Oh, yeah. And the guy I was with wanted to climb a volcano. Yeah. And I was like, I am not doing that. I'll hold you back. I'm very asthmatic. I was like, you go do that. I'm going to stay where it's safe. So he set off at like five in the morning, all his provisions. And all I did that day was walk to like the local shop to get some marshmallows, right? And on the way to the local <laughs> shop, I fell down a manhole. <laughs> broke my foot. <laughs> so when he came back, like 18 hours later, he's been through an absolute, like, a jungle and a volcano and he comes back and I'm just sat with this big, like, bruised black swollen ankle and he's like, what have you done? I was like, I fell down a manhole. <laughs> I tried to get marshmallows. <laughs> so what you're saying is sometimes a thing that seems dangerous yeah. is safer than not taking that risk yeah. and that karma will punish you for being a boring yeah. old fucking yeah. boring cunt. All right, well, hang on a second. I'm just going to book some flights to <laughs> Bolivia. I'm not falling down a manhole cover for no one. <laughs> oh, God. And they all speak French on Reunion Island. And I did French at GCSE. But you know when you've got a broken foot and you're trying yeah. to find the words in a different language? It's very hard. You just got, got to guess. You just got to guess. Champignon. And there's mushroom, I think. Oh. Or, or champion. Either mushroom way. or champion? Well, Yeah. And how was that coming into the broken foot? Ah, it's the only word I could remember. It's the only word that was going through my head was champignon. And I was like, God, <laughs> if I just shout something, somebody will... Yeah. Nobody was interested in helping me. I dragged it back. Ian, dragged, I dragged, I dragged, dragged my foot back. dragged your own back. foot back. I dragged it back. Fucking hell. Why don't you get a tuk-tuk? Don't trust anything with tits or wheels. <laughs> <laughs> it's my one rule that I stick by. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Do you have anything else that's been going on in your week? I went to the dentist. Oh, yeah? Everything yeah. okay? No. Oh, no. I had to no. have a root canal. Oh, God. So a root canal is for if the nerve of the tooth is, is dying or dead. Mm. And they test it by, if because I was getting a bit of sensitivity to cold. Yeah. You know, like cold drinks. And I was like, oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Aye, yeah. Aye, aye. That sort of thing. Yeah, no. I think otherwise I'd have had no idea what no. you meant by sensitivity. Oh, aye, 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 aye. Oh. <laughs> and hot. Oh, ow. <laughs> you know what I mean? And uh, so I went to the dentist. I was like, I'm doing, oh, aye, aye, aye. When I'm drinking, what what does that mean? So she said, oh, well, we'll just see if, we'll just see if uh, the nerve's dead. And she says, I'm just going to pop a bit of cold on. And what they do is they spray this thing. This, It's like, not nitrogen or something, but it's something that's like minus fifty degrees onto a cotton swab, and they just tap you, tap your tooth with it, and it's so cold that if there is a dead nerve or something, you'll feel. She was like, you might feel a bit of pain, and I was mm. like, okay, yeah, fine. And she did it, and I have never felt pain in my life. I like jumped, yeah. I jumped out of the chair, and uh, you know, like when the cats see the cucumbers, you know, when they're like, whoop. Sounds like so... Paddy McGuinness. Let the cat see the cucumber. Let the cat see the cucumber. Let the dead tooth nerve see the <laughs> minus 50 degrees liquid nitrogen or whatever it was. Yeah, it's good. It's all catchy. Yeah. So then she was like, oh, yeah, that's that's definitely, that's a, that's a goner. So I had to have a root canal. Ugh. But I really like my dentist, but she uses my chest as a table. So she puts all the all the implements on it. <laughs> I don't I, think you can do that, I don't Kenny. know. I, but I don't know. It's got to the point where it's like, well, this is just what happens now. And it's got too late in the process for me to be like, is it all right? 
if you don't put all your metal instruments on my bosom. But that's what she does. And the other thing I like about her is that she works to the music. So she has... In rhythm? <laughs> yeah, she has... Um, I think it's like Smooth FM or something on or like Heart or whatever. Yeah. You know, Wings, uh, Live and Let Die. Yeah. That came on and obviously that starts off quite soft. Do, 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 do. And it's like, yeah, she's fine with that. But then it's like, da, 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 da. And I'm like, oh my God. And she was absolutely going for it. see your gums flying Bits off. see my gums flying off. She's like air drumming on my tits with her instruments. So that's what I've done. I think that's I'd the quote of the episode. Air drumming on my tits with her instruments. <laughs> Amy, should we get into the Northern News? Please, can we, Ian? Well, here we go. This is the headline, and I think I think it'll draw you in. Mm. Judge, already, yeah. ooh, mystery, crime. Judge halts Sheffield court case after pornography played during hearing. Oh. Yeah. So, Someone's got a Bluetooth speaker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've not unpaired my device. <laughs> oh, God. So this was a case where... The judge was doing a, a, a court case, but with people, not on Zoom, but you know oh, what yeah. I mean, where some of the defendants were on video links. Yeah. There was 13 defendants charged with smuggling drugs and a mobile phone into Fucking prison. Hell. One of whom was a prison officer. Before I said prison officer, I assumed it was Blazing Squad. <laughs> How many is in Blazing Squad? Maybe more than 13. God, some but of them some of them off. maybe dropped off to do other jobs. Yeah, absolutely. It's not sustainable. It's not sustainable, yeah. is it? So, so there's 13 strong drug ring. There's no room in the courthouse. Yeah. They're zooming them in. They're zooming them in. 45 uh, minutes at a time if they haven't got a premium Zoom account. Yeah, exactly. Can we just join the link again? You, yeah. Excuse me, defendant. Please may you join the link again if this cuts off. Um, but they didn't know who it was, but they could hear. One of the defendants was clearly listening to porn very loud. I think I'd feel too tense to have a wank when I'm <laughs> in court. <laughs> Being tried for a crime, I'd be like, I'm, I'm struggling to get it up here. <laughs> yeah, but that's why the, you'd need the pawn. Let's say you wanted to knock one out during the hearing. Yeah, because you're stressed. You're stressed. You're on trial. You want to knock one out during the hearing. You're probably not organically going to be in a physiological condition to do so, so you need a bit of stimulus. It's yeah. clearly, let's get on. Yeah, no one in the jury is giving you anything here. No, not even a little, at all. a little Nothing. sort of flash There's not from a, a jury. Sight. But yeah, so he's, he's put porn on. A barrister who did not want to be named uh, told the Times that the porn noises were definitely heard during the hearing. He added the sounds were loud and obvious, and the judge desperately tried to get the person responsible to mute their microphone without success. I like the word desperately because it makes it seem like he's like, come on, please. <laughs> you make everyone look stupid. This is oh, so awkward. Do you know what? If this was like a, a TV series, what would be incredible twist in the story is if the judge was desperate because the judge could hear it was them on the recording. Oh, you think it's the judge that someone's got all of the judge's sex tape? Oh, it says at the, at the bottom of the article... The naughty party, which sounds an incredible way to describe yeah. uh, a defendant in an actual criminal court. Yeah. Oh, the naughty party. The naughty one. The naughty one is said to have come clean. Oh, well, good for him. He did manage it. Claiming he had been hacked 
And he said, it's become so easy for hackers these days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you I, ever been hacked and somebody started watching porn on your laptop remotely? No, I don't think so. Oh, wow. But I think if I was doing that, I'd claim that it happens a lot. Yeah. Um, I remember being in, I was in the John Lewis Cafe. I find the John Lewis Cafe is a great place if you want to get a bit of writing done. Yeah. It's not busy. There'll always be a two. I was sat doing a bit of writing. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, just heard, oh, 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 and all these like, oh, and like all these just extreme sex, not like loud. And someone had just, because there's Bluetooth speakers that people are testing. That's the noises I made when there was. Yeah. Someone's just drinking a cold bit of water. Yeah. If anyone listening to this could loop that two seconds of me and Amy go, oh, ah, eh, ah, ah, and set it to a porn video and send it to us. Play it in court. Bit of fun. First one of you to play in court wins a Vauxhall Corsa. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell, we've set yeah, ourselves oh no. up for failure, haven't it we? Be, it can be a tiny a miniature oh, version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it went it went on for ages. It went on for... Oh, I, I was like, this is funny. Ha, ha, ha. And then after like five minutes, I was like, I feel yeah. quite sad now. Um, and I don't like... Um, there's just parents with their like hands over their kids' ears oh, and people giggling. Um, but it's good, it's good Can fun. you tell where it was coming from? Yeah, because the John Lewis restaurant is on the same level as the technology center. So it's basically, there's a big base of Bluetooth speakers, all oh, these speakers. No. So you're going around going, unplug it, unplug <laughs> it, oh, it's God. still playing. Again, if it was a sitcom, you'd unplug them all, it's still playing. Just two people fucking lying. <laughs> <laughs> In the John Lewis technology center. Wow. Was it a joke or was somebody had connected by accident? I think it must have been a prank. Maybe it is common. Maybe mm. you've just proved this naughty party correct. Oh, someone's hacked into you. Listen, actually, I turned my phone on silent. I didn't realise you can also get messages on your computer. How so... infrequently do you get messages where you're not sure that you could get them on your computer? Mate, I'm not popular. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not popular. Oh, Domino's have got an offer. <laughs> yeah. That's usually what it is. I always text them back as well. I'm like, ah, oh, sounds great. How's it? How's it going with you all? Do you enjoy working for Domino's? I never get anything back. And then three weeks later, they come crawling back, forty yeah. percent off. Deal for two. Yeah, I'll be there. See you there. Question mark. Two podcasts. Amy. Yeah. Seeing as though we're talking about food. Yeah. I want to tell you about this story. It's more just to let you know. That it's, we're back in business, as it would be. Great. The World Gravy Wrestling Championships yeah. have made their long-awaited return to a pub garden. <laughs> um, <laughs> to a pub garden! Oh, my God. They don't fill the venues they used to fill with it. It, it used to be um, the Royal Albert Hall, like where they sometimes do World's Strongest Man. Wembley Arena. Um, yeah, it's just not as big. I think because COVID knocked some of the yeah. momentum it had. No, I get it. This Gravy's is... expensive as well these days. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think jus would be too expensive. That, yeah. That's your elite gravy. Yeah. I don't think this is saying too much. One of the most sorely missed fixtures in the global sporting calendar has returned after three dry, flavourless years on hiatus. <laughs> the World Gravy Wrestling Championships are back in Lancashire. Yes! Hundreds of spectators are expected to come. How big is this pub garden? Yeah, well, all we know is publican Carol Lowe, 50, has stockpiled no less than... She's 50. She's 50. And I think that's good to know in this article. I want to know, yeah. It adds nothing to it. <laughs> but this woman's 50. 5-0. 5-0. Right on the big one. She's not 49 anymore. She's going into the last part of her life now. <laughs> 
if she's in the gravy world championship business, yeah, it, you live fast and you die young in that, yeah, in that absolutely. business. Done well for herself, yeah. But she stockpiled no less than two thousand liters of gravy. So that means it's either two thousand, but it it can also go up to like eight thousand, ten thousand, a million liters. Yeah, it's in its fourteenth year. Judges score points for wrestling prowess as well as fancy dress and the elusive X factor. So this is my question to you, Amy. Yeah. You're entering a gravy wrestling championship. Yeah. Obviously, you know you're gonna to have to wrestle someone. Yeah. What are you wearing as your fancy dress? Yeah. And what do you think you could bring that's a bit different? That X factor. Mm. You, you're trying to get judged, do you? Yeah. What's your fancy dress gravy wrestling costume? Okay. Obviously, you don't want something too porous. You don't want to be weighed down. You don't oh, want to yeah, be like yeah. sponging the gravy up. Mm. You want it to slip off you. Yeah. You want like a like a silk or a leather. Oh, yeah. Maybe like a, you know, like lino where you get on a kitchen. Like, wrap me in a bit of that. You cannot touch me. This is white clean nonstop. I'm in a bit of lino. My special move, I'll tell you what it is. I've got a pocket. What's it full of? Mashed potato. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be the mash queen. I scoop it up. I slam it in your face. Your eyes are blinded with the mash. I wrestle you to the ground. I claim victory. (laughs) So I wasn't expecting your costume to be a bit of lino just wrapped around you. (laughs) That you've somehow fashioned a pocket. Fashioned a a pocket in your lino. That you used to blind your competitor. Yeah. Tell me about yours. What would you go for? Well, I think I only just thought this when we said, like, it's, you, you want it to be fully waterproof. Yeah. So I am thinking full BDSM, sort of full gimp for it. Full, you've gone full gimp. Full gimp. Yeah. Yeah. Then I'm then I'm thinking, yeah, the mash could still go in my eyes because I'd yeah. need eye holes. Yeah. But i got a zip on my mouth. Nothing's getting in there unless I want yeah. it to. Um, <laughs> I think also some people... And I don't think they should, but some people are going to be freaked out. Yeah. Because they'll think like, right, I'm about to wrestle this person. I don't know if this person's into wrestling as simply and purely as me. Feels a bit more sexual, this guy, because he's full gimp. So (laughs) then they're going to be a bit like, I don't know if I fancy getting involved here. And I'm going to like, I fancy getting involved. And I'm right in there. They're like, well, hang on a bit, mate. like, and the leather's squeaking. Whenever they try and touch it, it's squeaking all over. And they don't like it. So you're using sexual threat. As your special When you move. put it like that, actually, yeah. it doesn't sound so good. Um, <laughs> maybe just a big Mr. Blobby costume, then. Big Mr. Blobby costume, yeah. yeah. Both good. Mr. Blobby, in a way, has gone full gimp. Yeah. If you think about it. They look. This guy's strong. Oh, my God. He's like a proper wrestler. Ian has just shown me a picture of maybe the most attractive thing I've ever seen in my life, and it's a man. He is a good-looking guy. He's a hell of a looker, and he's covered in gravy. Yeah. This is... Is this your fantasy? This is my... I didn't realise it Ripped was. men covered I've in gravy. Couple of, couple of ladies there. Oh, my This is getting actually... Me. Get this on the Bluetooth speaker, actually. <laughs> Show this in court. Yeah, there's this... probably no more comedy in the rest of this. It's just um, we're having a little... Yeah, well, this has been a great day for me. I've always wondered what my thing was, you know, sexually speaking. I thought, everyone's got a thing. I don't know what mine is. It can't just be missionary, can it? Is that my kink? But no, I found what it is. Gravy. Gravy, specifically in pub car parks. Yeah. Just a little end point. I don't want anyone to be listening to this thinking, oh, great, a story that vegetarians and vegans can't get involved in. Yeah. Horrible, meaty gravy. Showers are provided to allow participants to wash off the gravy, which is vegan, so as to accommodate plant-fueled fighters. 
So this is if you were mid writing your complaint, this is amazing. Put your pen down. I'm I genuinely want to go to that. Maybe that's that's another thing we can do. Put it on the list. See when it's happening in 2023. Put it on the list. Get ourselves down there. Either one of us competes. Oh my god. Or um I mean what a bonus episode that'd be. Just been out of here the audio of he dressed like a gimp. <laughs> you going, oh, oh, <laughs> oh, the mash was too hot. <laughs> Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Puddings. So now it's time for our guest. We're joined by Jess Fosterkew, who was born in Sheffield. Woof. So <laughs> as far as we're concerned, that's a northerner. Northern spirit, <laughs> northern heart. Yeah. Amy's just been watching a video of you pulling a bus. It's so impressive. Oh, thanks, mate. It's oh, really fun, actually. so good. It's not, it's, hard. it's not actually that hard. Well, I couldn't do it. I, I bet you could. Have a bit of belief in yourself, Amy. All right, I can do it. I can do it loads. <laughs> 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 Jess, thanks for joining us. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks for calling me a northerner. Yeah, do you feel like a northerner? I feel like a northerner when I'm trying to sell tour tickets in the north. <laughs> but I'm afraid I don't know if I'm a northerner the rest of the time. In some ways, I'm a softie. According to your go Wikipedia, on. you're one quarter Austrian, but it doesn't yeah. go into the other three quarters. doesn't say how no. much of that is northern and how much is... It mentions Dorset, and it mentions the London School of Economics. Yeah. Do you know what? I've got nothing but shame about how embarrassingly accurate my Wikipedia page is. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Do you have any memories of Sheffield? How long were you, were you there for? I lived there for the first, I think, two months of my life. Oh. So my memories are very... Um, they're... I could only really see in black and white. Mm. <laughs> I couldn't even control my own neck. I had a very sort of useless, unintellectual time spent living in Sheffield, if I'm honest. I wasn't culturally adding much to the landscape. So was your mum from Sheffield or how long did your mum live in Sheffield? No, both my parents are students there. They've oh, met, so they're from Hampshire, I'm afraid, Southern Softies. But so my um, my dad, basically, because he's a wrong 
like had to do everything twice. So he had to do his GCSEs or O levels then twice because he got hammered and drove a moped into a fence and so couldn't do anything for six months. And then he wanted to study, I think he wanted to study German at a different university, but his sister was already at Sheffield and he, again, was so drunk that he messed up his A levels results so badly that he couldn't get in anywhere but luckily his older sister was um shagging a history lecturer and so managed to get him uh, a place at sheffield studying history that's how wow. he got into wow. uni in the 80s and so he went there and my mum was already in love with him so she went up there and did her nurse training oh. sort of nearby what a un- yeah. surprisingly sweet story. Yeah. Well, I can ruin that if you want. Oh, yeah. Um, because at one point when my mum was a nurse in Sheffield, a student nurse and then a working nurse, she's confident that she got in the Yorkshire Ripper's taxi because she had a really creepy taxi ride. <gasps> Again, this isn't going to paint my dad in the best light, but she knew he'd gone to a nightclub. She'd finished a long shift. She got to the nightclub to join them and walked in and saw him snogging her best mate, Judy. Oh, an a-hole, I know. Come on, Judy! And she stormed out. She tanked her drink. She stormed out. She's still friends with Judy. So am I. Ah, I can hell. Funny Judy, if you're listening, it? you're lucky you've got a, a friend like Jess Foster Q's mum. <laughs> Christ, Judy. I'd be keeping one eye on Judy. Yeah. At all times. So, so did your mum leave the club and she then get into the taxi? She stormed out the club and got in a taxi with a creep <gasps> and he looked just like him. She knew afterwards. She was like, oh, God. Oh, um, my God. Yeah, and it was before mobile phones or whatever, obviously. So she And he just took a really long, weird route and she was shitting herself. But in the end, obviously, she was not murdered because here we are. She's, she's thriving. God, what um, Yeah, scary business. Mm, I don't think I've ever met a murderer. Well, you can't know that, Ian. Know. Yeah, yeah. You don't know. I don't think I've ever heard of of such a bad night out. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't even think you, of it within you know, the context been, of the night. You've been working as a nurse. It's hard. You're knackered. You go yeah. to a nightclub. Your guy's kissing your best mate. Then you get into yeah. the Yorkshire Ripper's taxi. Mm. This is this wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a horror show. Yeah. I've never yeah. had a night as bad as that. No. Haven't you? I don't think so. It's the Yorkshire Ripper bit that we can probably none of us ever recreate, yeah. hopefully. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the bit, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Do you uh visit Sheffield ever if you're other than like touring? Yeah, I've been to a few weddings there and stuff like that. Are the weddings for um Friends that you made in the first two months. <laughs> You're also yeah. in touch, eh? Yeah, yeah. From the antenatal yeah, clinic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got Kevin Softed, <laughs> Sally Floppy Neck. <laughs> we're all still to we're all, we're all the old gang back together. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin Softed. <laughs> Kevin Softed. Who wouldn't have kept in touch with Kev? Yeah. How do you feel about the North in general, Jess? Fond, fond, but also I'm going to say a, a fraud as well because I don't. It wasn't very long that I lived there. Can you help me as true Northerners, as like mm. indisputable Northerners? You two, yeah. what characteristics am I looking for in myself to see if the if the seeds were sown in those eight weeks to make Ooh. me a true Northerner? 
What? I think the fact that there's a video of you pulling a bus. Yeah, that's that's classic Northern. That's the most Northern thing I've ever seen. Yeah, the buses are so frequent in London. If your bus breaks down, you get off, (laughs) you get on another one. But up north in the countryside, like right, if this bus is broken down, let's get out there. Let's get a woman to pull it. it. (laughs) (laughs) Well then, yeah. So you've and then done maybe it. I'm not mm. a fraud. Maybe I've proven the true northern salt. You've yeah. done it. Yeah. You've absolutely smashed it. At the pulling the bus thing, mm. that's what you call it, was there a few yeah. people pulling buses? Was it like a competition? Yeah, it was like a strong woman competition. Did anyone make the joke, um, you wait for one uh, woman to be pulling a bus and then three women pull a bus? At... Oh, no, it didn't That's work, why actually. you're not invited, Ian. Yeah, you're not invited yeah. to the strong women competitions. Sorry. Well, I'm not allowed. <laughs> not allowed at them anymore. Anymore. I was second fastest at pulling the bus. That was my best event. Well done. Thanks. I wasn't very good at flipping a tyre. I hope that doesn't make me less northern. I was terrible at flipping a tyre. No, nobody wants the tyres flipped. Yeah. But people do need buses pulling. Yeah. That's that's fair enough, actually. Um, That's brilliant, Jess. Thank you for coming on and sharing your... Your northern tail. <laughs> Thank you for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure. What a giggle. Thank you. Thank you, Jess. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Take your coat off to feel benefit. Ian, mm? can I say what's been happening in my hometown of Hull? You can, actually. Would you mind? Yeah, no one wouldn't mind. Okay. I'm taking you, as ever, to the Hull Daily Mail. The article starts with this. Am I wrong? (laughs) (laughs) Almost certainly. (laughs) Am I wrong for telling my co-worker her baby names are ridiculous? (laughs) That's definitely said with like a huff, isn't it? What? Am I wrong? I guess I'm wrong. (laughs) I guess I'm wrong then, am I? However, hold your judgment. Oh, okay. Because I'd be interested to know what your opinion on this is. So the article's from this point of view. This lady has told her co-worker her baby name's ridiculous. But let's get into the thick of it. Right. So the babies are twins. Okay. Two boys. Yeah. And tell you what, I'll tell you one of their names. You tell me what you think the other one yeah, has okay. been. One of them's called Sean. Okay, well that doesn't S-E-A-N. sound ridiculous. Yeah, Sean. Yeah? Yeah. When you want me to guess the name of the other baby? Yeah. But it is, is it mad? Because in my head, I'd maybe think, what goes well with Sean? Uh, Paul, Sean Paul. Come Sean Paul. <laughs> Do you know what? There is an article. I screenshotted it. There was an article. I think local news is so brilliant. One of the articles said, uh, <laughs> next week to the one said, locked up, killers, paedophiles and football hooligans among northeast criminals jailed, right? The next story down was... Meet the Morpeth mum, who is such a huge Sean Paul fan, she's named a dog after him. And it's like, <laughs> this is a roller coaster. But yeah, so um, no, it's not Sean Paul. So one's called Sean, the other baby boy's called Alex. No. Maximilian. No. G Wiz. No. Eggs. <laughs> no, I'm going to put you out of your misery. Okay. He's also called Sean, but spell S E E N. Oh, Jesus. Twins and they're both called Sean. Actually, I want to apologise for how I was with that. Am I wrong? And I'm like, yeah, definitely. That person's an absolute hero. You're not wrong. Yeah. 
you should quit your job and start working for the NSPCC because <laughs> you've got the protection of kids on your mind. Sean and Sean. How's the second one spelt? One's S W E N. S W E N. Seen. Seen. Like Sean Bean, I guess, is it? Oh, yeah. No. Is that? No. How do you spell that? S E A N. No. Is it? Oh, yes. That's, yeah, because people say seen bean, but that's because of how you pronounce bean. Double, one of them is S E N. One's seen. And that's the other one's also pronounced seen. What's the name of this woman who's named both her kids, Sean? <laughs> I find it weird when people have twins and they dress them up the same. Yeah. I understand you maybe don't want there to be an argument of like, but I prefer that or whatever. But like, come on, they're individuals. They've got their own minds. They don't speak in unison like they're from a fucking horror film. <laughs> like, <laughs> no. two Sean's. Yeah, I think if I if I had a twin or even a sibling and we had a real similar name, yeah, I'd be like, oh, come on. What about a school register? Yeah. What are yeah. their surnames, does it say? It doesn't say what their surname is. So are. let's say Smith, you got the register and you're like, Sean Smith, and then they're both like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, <laughs> and like no, just, um, sorry, it's Sean, S-E-A-N Smith. And like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And Sean Smith, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, well, I had you, Sean. What are you going to go at me for? I was the second one. No, not you. I'm not talking to you, Sean. I'm talking to the first Sean. Yeah. I think it, I think it's going to be really difficult. Uh, so uh. some people in the comments have said that it's cruel. Uh Somebody who who is also an identical twin said matching names is probably the cruelest things you could do to a person. It's not just confusing. It would keep the twins from developing identities outside of their twinness. I completely completely, agree agree with with what they're saying, but I do still think it's a bold statement to say giving someone identical names is the cruelest thing you can do to a person. (laughs) But as someone who's been waterboarded before, just going like, I don't know about that. I'd happily be called Sean. Yeah. I've got the same name as my brother. Well, I think I'd take that over. This guy's about to put cling film on my head and pretend to drown me. Um, <laughs> bit brutal for the podcast that waterboarding's the first thing that come into my head. It's yes, yeah, it's slightly troubling, but you could do an Edinburgh about it. There was a thousand comments on this, wow, uh, with a range of opinions, mainly that, um, yeah, it's bad, bad choice. Yeah, I bet bad the only choice. positive one would be like, I think that's all right, actually, and so does my brother, signed Barry Matthews and Barry Matthews. <laughs> We're called the two Barrys. I got the same name. B A R Y. He's Barry. B A R Y. Barry. Barry. I got the same name as my girlfriend's dad. Ooh, how's that? Just a couple of Ians shooting the shit. Just a couple of Ians living our lives. Hey, up, cock. Okay. Yeah, okay. What's going on in Ghoul? What's going on in Ghoul, Ian, please? Well, it's. Also, this one is also about babies. Let's keep oh. it baby theme. Baby bad from Weatherspoons because he's too messy. <laughs> <laughs> this kid, Jason, with a Y, is five months old and he's been banned from Weatherspoons. His mum, Celia Kelly, was also banned after she allegedly left soiled nappies and underwear in the pub's toilet. Oh but the mum says the accus- accusations are borderline laughable. I don't know what's happening here. I don't know why you're laughing. These are borderline laughers. Not they're laughable. Not, they're not they're laughable. They're not laughable, Amy. It's close. They're so close to being funny, yeah. but they're not funny. And they're 100% untrue. But she's been banned indefinitely after leaving the toilets in a state. Um, staff Oof. say they have photo evidence and CCTV footage of the mess. And she's been banned due to the amount and type of mess. <laughs> which in, <laughs> in the past they've gone... 
Someone's left a bit of shit on the tile-up floor there, but it wasn't a lot of shit. It wasn't a lot of shit. Or someone's left loads of crisp packets, like 200 crisp packets. Someone's emptied 200 crisp packets all over the toilets. But it's crisp packets. We can dispose of them. It's tricky, isn't it? So she's left Mm. a lot of of a bad type of mess. Yeah. Does it say who she thinks is framing her for this? I don't know, but that's a good question because what she does say is it's just a personal vendetta against me. She thinks there's a vendetta. When I was speaking on the phone to them, I just felt like they were telling me I'm not good enough to go in there. She Imagine someone considering you not good enough for ghoul Weatherspoons. That's bad. That's brutal. That's the cruelest thing you could do to a person other than give them the same name. Yeah, yeah. That's crueler, I'd say. She said, at the end of the day, it's their loss because I sometimes go in there four or five times a week. So they're losing custom. More full them. Four or five times a week. That's a completely normal amount to go out there and the local web spoons you know leave what? a big pile of shit in the toilet. <laughs> but do you know what? How many pubs are there in Goal? It must be like 10, 15 pubs. Yeah. In the centre. But Weatherspoons has got free Wi-Fi, hasn't it? Yeah. It's there got a fun little reasons. quiz machine. It's got a fun little quiz machine. Yeah. There might be other reasons. Might not be. Might yeah. just be going in there to dump your nappies because you, your bin's been nicked. Yeah. Your bin's been nicked. Where do I put these? Weatherspoons. <laughs> <laughs> She's in again, bringing a bin liner. Yeah. A why stinky she, bin liner. Why's she got an old washing machine that doesn't work with her this time? <laughs> Fly tipping in Weatherspoons <laughs> toilets. This is a bit of a new revelation. Celia said, I was told that Jason was too messy and that they had CCTV footage and photographic evidence of me leaving dirty nappies and a bra <laughs> in customer toilet. This seems as mad now. Kids done a load of shits. Not just one dirty nappy, multiple dirty nappies. And then she's like, ah, fuck, weather spoons. I'd say something else. Get this bra off, shall we? Well, there you go. Never trust anything with tits or wheels, oh, yeah. is it? Yeah, as my friend would say, she's guilty of sin. <laughs> Pushing that baby around in a buggy. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't need to read anything else, actually. Guilty! <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, yeah. I just want to point out how weirdly realistic my mime of taking a bra off was. It was incredible. I got I got the strap down. <laughs> yeah, you. that was... I remembered the back. You did it perfectly. Sometimes people like, then bring it round so they get oh. the strap. Oh, my God. That's your thing. What, taking bras off? No, watching women watching. realistically take bras off. Not in, like, a sexy, <laughs> sultry way, like, Not in a, like swinging around, grunting after a big, sweaty day doing manual labour. Oh, God, these... Oh, my shoulders are wrecking. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, Christ. That was amazing. Yeah. Well, that really got me going, that mime you've just done. It's been quite a sexy episode, yeah. I'm told. I hope you're enjoying it at home. I hope you're not on a public transport with an absolute tent in your trousers. <laughs> oh, I felt less appropriate doing one for women, so I just targeted men in the yeah. erection-based thing. Um, I'll oh. do the women's one. Oh, no. Hope you don't have to... Sit on a bin bag on the bus. Right, what an end to the episode. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, do listen again. They won't all be this sexy. Yeah, please. They might be sexier. Yeah. We don't know. Depends on the news. Can't yeah. blame us. And 
if you want them to be even sexier, yeah. you've got to be subscribing to the Patreon. You get video-based content. You, see, you can see, watch those you bra mimes. <laughs> but you get extra episodes. You get videos. Yeah. You know, if, if you're paying us enough on Patreon, you're like, I do want Ian to wear a bra yeah. and I want him to film me taking it off. I want him to soil a nappy. Yeah. And dispose of it. Yeah. I'll I'll do that for, for for enough, I think. I think you're selling yourself short, if I'm honest. Okay. But if it gets you an Edinburgh show and it stops you going to Bolivia and killing mm. killing miners there, I think yeah. it's a good shout. Take a bra off. Yeah. And by miners, we don't mean children here, we mean professionals. Oh, we don't know. Um God, what? Well, it's <laughs> a fun way to end an episode. Please keep listening. Please subscribe to Patreon for loads of fun stuff. And just go home and have relieve yourself in whatever way you need to after listening to this. Bye. Bye. <laughs>on Tuesday the 4th of June at the Pleasance Theatre in London. But I'd love to see some Northern News listeners there. We're recording this show. It's going to live online forever. So the more supportive a crowd, the better. Hope to see you there.